hello hello everyone it is november the second might i add only a few days away from my birthday and hopefully this year i don't feel birthday blues and if you have never experienced that like oh, it's horrible you can google it i really don't want to even talk about it because I don't want to speak, uh, I don't want to give any life to it because I don't want to experience it again this year. So, anywho, yes, so it's November 2nd, 2021. We are almost into a whole new year. Um, might I add that this year has been a crazy one, just as, you know, 2020 was hoping and praying for a better year, but um, also thanking God for just waking me up and, you know, giving me um, a new day, new day, new opportunities, new goals uh, to meet. And um, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, it is 55 degrees here in, here in uh, Texas. And that kind of feels good. Now, it's probably going to be 80 degrees later, maybe in like three hours. But hey, this is Texas. So I'm just enjoying uh, this good old fall weather. Uh, mind you, we're subject to get anything from hurricanes, winter storms, uh, tornadoes in the blink of an eye. So let me just enjoy the moment. <laughs> so, okay. So I started out listening to Anita Baker. That's one of my favorite ladies. Um, it just puts me in the, puts me, to, no, it actually takes me back from when I was a little girl. And my aunt would listen to Anita Baker and Sade. Like, she literally is the reason why I love them both. Because she, oh, Tony Braxton as well. She just would always, you know, that, that's what she listened to. And it was so beautiful. So I love it. I love to listen to it now because it takes me back in time. So, okay. So anyway, we are leaving a series that I started called uh, Family History. Family History. And um, you would just have to check out uh, the episodes, but they were pretty informative and, you know, kind of awesome like uh, you know it just kind of knowing you're not knowing where you are going until you know where you've been or where your you know what's your heritage where, where your family is from and um the main reason why i kind of went into that was for health purposes you know but today i want to kind of shift to a a different a whole different level on family history. Um, because in our culture, uh, we don't we don't talk a lot about the the good and the bad. We kind of just, you know, when we're when we're sitting down, you know, listening to stories from our great grandparents or grandparents, we're hearing we're hearing the good or we're hearing the struggles from back then, but we don't get into so much a deep conversation about things that have sort of been, you know, uh, 
swept under the rug or not so good things that that's kind of hard for people to talk about. And then we grow up and we're adults and we kind of still have those things hidden and, you know, we don't address the past. We just leave it the way it is. And then some of us do the same with our children. So they don't know what's really going on and things that they should things that shouldn't be okay and things that should be. Um, so I'm here to have that talk today. Go ahead and get into that a little bit later. Um, now, also, I, what I want to do is speak on um, and kind of give you some information on what I have been studying lately and doing a lot of praying about, and that's breaking generational curses. And I'm getting uh, my information from uh, someone I follow, Tiffany Montgomery, um, a lady. She's in a majority of my past, I'm sorry, majority of my podcast from the past, um, almost past year. Uh, I am following her and we do a corporate fast um, once a month. Uh, we plan on doing it throughout the entire year and so on. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to continue to do it. Um, and if you're interested in the fast, you can follow her on Instagram, on her Instagram, which is Tiffany Montgomery. Um, and her name is kind of spelled different. different. It's uh, T-I-P-H-A-N-I and her last name, Montgomery. Um, so her name kind of sticks out, so it won't be hard to find her. You can also find out more about the fast on her page on Instagram or Facebook called Covered by God. Now, again, what I've been studying lately is breaking generational curses. And I know growing up, um, I would hear... I would sort of hear um, breaking about, uh, I would hear breaking generational curses, then, but I never kind of, you know, inquired about it or never found out more about it. You know, it was just something that was kind of thrown in the air. We should break, we should break generational curses, but nobody ever just breaks down or talks about how, right? So I'm going to actually read you uh, a little something from her book. Um about generational breaking generational curses a generational curse is the consequence of an act an ancestor nation or individual has done that has now been passed down to an unexpected gener generation the word curse sounds so medieval yet you most likely see this on a daily basis without knowing it those families were almost where almost everyone is molested, those families where many die of cancer, those poverty-stricken families, those who are always experiencing freak accidents, those who are riddled and with divorce, delay in marriage, no, where no one is married, our majority isn't married, those families where almost everyone has mental illness, those addictive behaviors that run from one person to the next, those are manifest those are manifestations of generational curses. And if you don't stop them now, you will be next. 
There are many people today that don't believe curses exist. They believe that when when Jesus died on the cross, he got rid of them. And while that's true, we still see the fruit of it in the lives of families all over the world. Now, like me, you may be wondering, why do I have to suffer the consequences of a curse that I didn't cause? And the answer is simple. Just like a, a little lie affects more than the liar, your ancestors' actions and your actions affect the lives of your bloodline. A curse always has a reason for being there. Proverbs 26 and 2 says, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. This is why you need to know how to break them so that your family can start living under a generational blessing and not a generational curse. Now, doesn't that just sound amazing? Just that last, that last little sentence, your family living under a generational blessing versus living under a generational curse. Now, out of the list of things that she named, I just, I, I kind of did my own little notes. My family, you know, has a lot of those curses going on. Different, I mean, different things just going on. So I definitely want to break these curses. I want to, I live under, you know, the verse, I come that you may have life and have, uh, you may have life and have it more abundantly. I don't want to be under a curse. So my next thing, you know, my next subject that I'm going to move on to is, you know, like, how do we do this? How do we break these curses? Right? Because I know, like, I, I mean, it's, it's so deep too. It's so deep because we've been, you know, trained to think this way. We brought, we've been brought up to think this way. And then when you try to think different, you feel like almost the oddball of like, okay, no, I don't, why am I breaking tradition? This is some traditions need to be broke. They need to be broken so um, you can get to the next level of life, of, of the, the living more abundantly. You know what I'm saying? Like poverty, that's a generational curse. You know, like it's not normal that, that most of the men in your family are codependent or the molestation, the mental illness, um, the delay in marriages, the delay, the diseases, you know, but what I'm learning from, from following this, this, this woman of God is that these curses can be broken and it starts with you. Like, are you going to be the one to step up and say it, it, it stops here? It stops right here with me. So me, I'm going to be the one. I've went on this fast because I am going to be the one that, you know, when, when these curses come knocking, you know, or, hey, I'm breaking it. 
it's stopping right here with me. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Like it stops. It will not touch or come near me or mine. And I believe that we all should have that same mentality because, you know, we all have, like in my family, we have, we are a huge family. We have, we have a lot of children whose children have children and, you know, so forth and so Like we have to, we got to be the one so we can show our kids how to break these curses. So if you're interested in learning more, learning more on how to break these curses, like what I can tell you is, you know, start doing your homework. I'm not going to make this entire um, podcast about that, but I did want to bring awareness to it. I want you guys to start looking, uh, you know, opening your eyes to look and, and you know what I'm saying? To just know that this is real. This is something that's real. Everything is not like, okay, oh my God, this is a tragedy. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? To, I can't, I do everything right. Why is this happening? Because, this, you know, this is, these are, are passed down curses and you have to be the one to break them. Okay. Okay. So please let that, you know, let that sink in. Please know that it's a real thing and, you know, faith without works is dead. Like some things you have to step out on faith to do and trust that God is going to have your back. But you have to step up first. You have to step out and be like, okay, it's it's over. It's a wrap. And you have to believe what you're praying for as well. I believe every that I I mean I've gotten stronger in my faith. I've let go of fear. You know, I don't care about being liked or I don't care if I, you know. Let me say this. Social media has definitely created some egos and, you know, it has given some people, I mean, the, the ugliest traits and personalities that could ever exist that you would be like, oh, this was the sweetest person. What happens? What, what happened there? Okay. Yeah. We need to get back. We need to get back to reality. Because at first, I used to say that, like, social media, oh, this is entertainment purposes only. Well, it's not. This has become a lifestyle. And it's become a lifestyle for most. And in in uh, with that whole, this has become a lifestyle, people have created their own reality so much that they forget what's real and what's fake. They forget who they are. You lose yourself with this one little, with this device, with this one little device and these little apps, you become this whole different, this person and you forget who you are. Come back to reality. 
come back to reality where people actually care and they do things from a genuine place and they're, you know, they, they fear God. They don't fear uh, a thousand different strangers that follow them that they don't even know anything about or don't know them. You know, they start fearing God again and having integrity and knowing that like, you know, what I do in the dark will come to the light. And if I mistreat this person or, you know, if I mishandle them, that I have to, I have to answer to God. Like we are becoming so stuck in this little world. Like we don't even, we don't genuinely check on anyone. You know, we, we just kind of pry into their life. For instance, if you want to know something about someone, you literally don't have to, you can, you can be worried about that person. Let's say God sends you a dream. And instead of you calling or texting or whatever to check on the person, you just kind of pry into their life and look on their social media and you see them smiling and happy and you're like, oh, they're fine. I don't need to. On to the next. Let me go pry into somebody else's life. You know, let's get back to the to real love. Let's get back to person to person. I mean, COVID has already, the pandemic has already separated so many people because we've been told to stay away, stay away from each other, or it can cost us our life, right? And it's a it's a smart thing. This is what we have to do. But at the same time, we we have to learn how to get back to a place of of person to person and you know, like authentic love. And I know I can't change the world, but I wish that someone would actually hear what I'm saying and listen. And know that this is not an attack. I just feel like we've gotten so far away from what's real. We've gotten away. I'm, we've gotten so, so, so far away that we, you know, we lose, we lose ourselves. We forget where we really need to be going, the goals that we really need to meet, because we've created this false world. And I just, you know, I feel like you guys, come on, let's kind of get back to, let's stop. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. So anyway, before I get ready to close, um, there was another topic that I wanted to speak up about as I close my family history, my, my series about family history. Now, as I was growing up, there was a lot of things that happened to me. Um, some no one could have any control over, and others things could uh, someone you know, actually could have stopped. Um, but we were so used to my family sweeping things under the rug, and I just feel like that does major damage to children. 
uh, as, and I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I was molested when I was a child from the ages of maybe, I'm not, maybe 10 to 12, uh, till I don't even remember because I blocked it out so much because everyone else blocked it out. So I built up this whole little wall in my mind that, you know, it didn't happen. And now that I'm an adult, I remember that it did. But I also feel sh uh, like ashamed. And I don't want to talk about it because I, I, I feel like I could have stopped it. You know, I, I felt and I was just a little kid, you know. So stop. Stop telling your children to basically keep it in the family and not tell anyone. And it's very hard for me to talk about this now, but I did want to talk about it because this is something that I am working on as an adult and I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to um, move forward with my life and face all my demons and all the little hidden secrets and I'm trying to figure out what makes me this way and and so I, I'm doing a, a whole self-evaluation and that's something that I just felt like I needed to address the the hiding the molestation in families and acting as though they didn't happen it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that it shouldn't so I wish that um, if someone is listening to this and you have experienced the same thing, I pray for your strength. I pray for your peace. I pray that you speak out about it. If it affected you, um, you shouldn't have to take that with you to the grave. Like you should be able to be, you should be able to tell your own children that, hey, this was not okay. So Stop sweeping things under the rug. Stop it. It happened. It happened. No one can move forward when you're making them hold things in for the sake of your reputation, your family's reputation. It was not okay. It was never okay. I was a kid. It shouldn't have ever happened. I'm going to end this um, podcast for now. Uh, well, I'm going to end this podcast, this segment on family history. Um, God bless you all. I can't wait to talk to you again as we start a new series. Um, enjoy this fall weather. Stay safe. And be blessed. Goodbye.